See, I'm going to try to get all the money I can get out of this. Okay. So, look. Okay, so we got Haps over here. We got Instagram over here. We got a future YouTube video over here. For those of you who don't know me, YouTube, I'm going to try to get my life together because there is like a little cute little background that I could use when going live, but I got this plain wall behind me. So, here with me. Your girl was in the ER. Not the ER, but, you know, um, look. Little situation, little situation with the baby, so I had to go, you know what I'm saying, to the hospital for a while. But it's all good. So, no excuses. I got to take it a little bit easy, but no excuses. And so, I'm here because I said that one of my live days is Monday. And so, today, I want to talk about um, a branding checklist, and it's 22 that you need to build a strong brand. So, branding fits into content marketing because when you content marketing, <laughs> essentially, you are representing your brand, you know what I'm saying, and you're putting yourself out there. So it's important, you know, if you're building your brand, it's important for you to, you know, incorporate your content into what it is you're doing. Now, a lot of people feel like a brand is your color scheme and your brand is, you know, um, your logo and all this other stuff. But no, your brand is, okay, a couple things that are not tangible, okay? So first of all, the brand, your brand is the way that you make people feel. Nobody is ever going to forget the way that you make them feel. Have you ever just had a bad experience with a person and you was just like turned off like, I don't think I'm ever, ever, ever going back to that business or situation or person or whatever. <laughs> Again, that part. Secondly, your brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. So, you know, you want people to say good things about you when you leave the room. Now, you can't control haters. Like, a hater going to hate. So, but for the most part, you can show up and have certain principles in place that make people put some respect on your name, okay? And I'm not going to be before you guys long today. So, today I want to talk about 20 tools that you need to build a strong brand. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Christina uh, Thomas, founder of the Digital Boss Chick. This is not my first rodeo, okay? Um, my credentials... I've helped multiple business owners with branding and, you know, marketing and web design and those type of things. But I've also helped them with um, getting comfortable going live and getting comfortable with creating digital products as well. Okay. Um, I have my bachelor's in communications and my master's in internet marketing. And um, I, fun fact is that I, before I started doing like all of this stuff, I was actually, um, um, I don't want to call it a musician, but I was an artist, right? And so one thing people know about artists is that you, when you're an artist, like, you got to present yourself a certain way. Like, when you do music videos, um, your image, the way that people see you, the way people perceive you is important. And so a lot of times artists know a lot about marketing, especially independent artists. Like, you have to know, like, okay, how to put an outfit together, how to put a look together. How to put a music video together. How to promote your music video. How to organize and executive produce. You know what I'm saying? Your songs. How to show up and put all your stuff together. You know what I'm saying? So when you are artists, you kind of get these skills that, you know, I don't, I don't know what to call them. They're just skills that you get along the way to help you to be able to build a sustainable brand because you just get it. You think differently when you're creative, when you're used to being in that flow. I feel like business is just as creative as making music. And I haven't stopped making music forever, but in this pregnancy, um, y'all not about to, y'all not about to get no videos out of me during this pregnancy, okay? So the branded checklist is a checklist that I came up with in order to help people 
um, build their brands. And the things that we talk about are, you know, I'm not, a, I want to give a disclaimer. Um, if you have legal questions, go to a lawyer. If you have law questions, I'm not a lawyer. My father was a paralegal, so I kind of know like the little tidbits about what you need to start your brand. But by all means, you know, this is not legal advice. That's my disclaimer. But I just want to give you a checklist of things that you need to be aware of when building your brand, right? And so some of the things, right? Okay, so this is where you might want to get your pen and paper and, you know what I'm saying, starting your life together, okay? So again... How I got into marketing and branding. So, um, went to school, and one night, me and my cousin, we were brainstorming, right? We were like, what would happen if, you know, we could help people and, and create templates for them, for their flyers and for their websites and for the things that they need to build their business? Like, what if we built a business? Uh-uh, don't do that. What if we built a business that was geared towards helping people and helping entrepreneurs be able to uh-uh, pursue their dreams, right? And so we did it. Right there on my living room floor, we were both working at CVS in corporate America. She was in customer service. I was an enrollment coordinator for CVS, helping like senior citizens who wanted Medicare D. Shout out to all my corporate workers, right? Um, and so, you know, I wasn't on the phone heavy, but I was helping them, you know, enroll into their Medicare D plan. And um, we were, we just kind of a little bit fed up. We just, you know, wanted to use our tools. So one of the tools that I got from school was um, Creative Speak, right? I went to school, and that's how I got hooked on Apple products, because I went to school, the laptop came with my tuition, and I really wanted to go to this school because I knew I was going to be able to get access to Creative Suite. I've always been a computer nerd. I wanted to know how to work Photoshop and how to work some of the different elements of Adobe Creative Suite. And so my cousin and I used the Creative Suite license that we got through me going to school in order to be able to create templates and different graphics for um, nonprofit organizations and small businesses. And so we began, just like anybody else begins, when you build your brand, like you start off with nothing. Right, people want to fight over Shopify versus Equit versus you know Squarespace versus Wix. When the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter what platform you use, what matters is getting traffic to your platform. Okay, so getting traffic to your platform is more important than the platform that you choose to use. Okay, just to, just to be clear now, if you you know have an affinity for one over the other, um. We, my cousin and I have used everything from WordPress to Wix to, you know, Shopify to Equit to whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them we used before. And some people get intimidated by, you know, WordPress. WordPress is not intimidating if you take the time to learn it, right? Um, it's a long story short. We took what we had, okay? We took what we had. We created a list of services that we could provide based off of our skill set and our knowledge. We created a website and put those skill sets on that website. And we began to promote in Facebook groups. We began to promote um, in the streets in real life. 
began to go to different businesses and ask them, hey, you know, I see that you have this type of business. Do you need a sign? Hey, I see you're a beautician. Do you need, you know, a retractable banner? Hey, I see that you have a restaurant. Do you need menus? Do you need this and do you need that? And some of our clients have been featured on, you know, Fox News and different stuff like that locally. And, you know, we are very supportive. We come out, we support, we show up, we show out for our people, okay? And we've been able to do, you know, every, everything you could think of that a business owner needs. So was that with the website, graphics, business cards, flyers, retractable manners, um, window decals, decals for trucks. And you know what I'm saying? Those people who work in those fields, when they have little trucks and little stuff that they use in order to, you know, furnish their business. So what happened? how did I get started in um, branding and social media is because whenever... You know, somebody would ask my cousin a question about social media strategy or social media marketing or branding. She, you know, based off of what we were doing with our business, we use social media and leveraged um, forums and groups in order to increase our SEO organically, right? So we understood, you know what I'm saying? Because I think I was still in school at the time when we first started this business. So we understood, we noticed that when we first started our business, we weren't ranking on Google for anything. But as we slowly began to create more and more content, through our content, we were able to actually begin to see our brand rank. You know what I'm saying? So we were taking up this digital real estate where the crawler was putting respect on our name based off of the type of content that we were producing. And then we came to the revelation, the more content that I produce underneath this brand, the stronger my authority is when people search for it, right? And so I believe that, you know, social media outranks blogs sometimes because if you are on social media and you posting 25 times a week, you're going to rank. You know what I'm saying? So you, okay. So, yeah. And so we, we continue to do that. And we continue to see the business grow. We continue to, you know, um, do quality work. And what happened is people start, you know, doing referrals. And they started, like, putting the word out. And it was like a referral program. If you refer somebody, for every person you refer for a website, you get $50. You know what I'm saying? So tell all your friends, tell your family. So it was that type of thing. And so long story short, we went from my living room floor to being able to have clients all across America, um, people in... Alabama, people everywhere because the internet is everywhere. So can you make sales from the uh, internet-based business even if you start from scratch? Yes. Yes, you can. So some of the things when you come up with your business and you're like, okay, I want to do this, right? Some of the things that you're going to need, okay, is to give your business a structure. Now, I understand that you might not be able to do this at first, so you might want to start out as a sole proprietor at first, Okay, but when you start making money, put your money back into your business and invest in getting incorporated through your local state, through your secretary of state, or you can go on legal zoom. If you go on legal zoom, they're gonna tax you, but it's usually like 99 to 190, 150, 199, you know what I'm saying, depending on what city and state you live in to incorporate. Now, what, what does that mean? That means that you're turning your business either into an LLC or you're going to turn it into an S Corp or you're going to turn it into a traditional corporation. So make a decision, you know what I'm saying, what, how do you want to slice it? Now, uh, we're not talking about just coming up with an idea and running with it. We're talking about structuring your business so that you could, instead of dappling in all your money, 
having a business bank account and putting yourself on your payroll for tax purposes. Okay? That's a different level. Right? Second thing you want to do is look into getting your trademark. They have a website called USPTO. USPTO.gov. Whatever it is that you're doing. Look it up. You can look to see if somebody else is currently using that, that trademark. And if they are, then you can't use it. But if they're not, then you can file a trademark. A trademark going to run you by 250 Okay? And when you get serious enough about your business, I have been lucky enough to be part of a process of helping the business get a trademark before. It's not that hard like they try to make it seem. It's really not. And so we ran into a couple hiccups, but we were able to get it overturned and we were able to get the trademark for my husband's business. And so it's not as hard as, as, as you think it might be. Third thing that you want to think about, especially if you're creating, you know, um, music and audio files and stuff, is copyright. Copyright or you writing books. Copyright protects you. You know what I'm saying? So that you could be able to protect whatever your intellectual property is. Uh, next thing you want to consider is your legal contracts and your policies. Okay? So if you're doing any type of business where you have contracts, you want to make sure that you have that together before you go 100% live. What is your privacy policy? What is your return policy? Okay? What is your overall customer service policy do you have any guarantees do you have any 30-day guarantees what's your policy if you are a graphic artist or if you are a designer what is your policy on um you know revisions what is your policy on getting work done and putting additional work into what it is that you're doing you know what i'm saying have your policies ready so that you can already have them typed out so people can click on them and so that they know why do we do this because it gives you integrity Right? It gives your brand integrity when people see, I'm not just pulling this out the air. Like My business has a structure. It's incorporated. I have my trademarks. I have my copyrights. I have my legal contracts. Right, I have my policies in place. Right, That's important. Um, the next thing, obtain an EIN. What is the significance of an EIN? A lot of people have been going for these PPP loans. I'm not, you know, my thing is I'm not about to do anything fraudulent for no PPP loan because I, I ain't trying to go to jail. I got kids. However, an EIN is significant because if you ever want to open up a business bank account, you're going to need an EIN. You can do that for free. All of this is on the branded checklist, B-I-T-L-Y forward slash build division. That's B-I-T-L-Y forward slash build division. There's a branding checklist that tells you everything you need to know in order to build your brand. Right. Next, you can open your open your business bank account if you're making money. Now they do have these prepaid debit cards that you can use to be able to move your money around. Okay, as you know, business money and not business money and stuff like that. Hold up, cause I'm cooking pasta and I gotta check my pasta. Okay, so the next thing 
Yes, I took some pasta. Okay, yes, this is a hospital, man. I went to the hospital earlier, but I'm still about that business, so had to come home and do what I got to do because Monday is my live day. So, establish an address for yourself, okay? When you get into marketing, when you get into email marketing, when you get into sending people messages, they're going to ask you, your email service provider is going to ask you, let it cool off, baby. What is your address? You don't want to be putting your personal address on this stuff, y'all. Okay? You don't want to be putting your personal address on your email marketing. So I would suggest either going through like a region. They have like websites where locally you can use and then a lot of shared post spaces have it have services where you can use their address as your address, as your business address. Right? Your other option is um a P.O. box. Right. So they have places where you can pay locally in your city. You can pay like thirty dollars a month or twenty dollars a month to use their address. You don't want people, you know, what I'm saying coming rolling up to your house because you had to send an email to somebody. And a lot of these email due to the, the laws that they have for email marketing. I don't know. If people know this, but they have laws like you can't just take people emails and start emailing them like without them opting in. So when you have your MailChimp and you have your Get Response and your different email servicers, it's like those platforms help you to be able to be legally send emails. You can't just send people emails. Like you can't just collect emails and send them to people without them opting in. So if you do have their email, you want to send them like an opt-in message or something. Like is it okay and get them on your list officially, get them to click on something to opt in to your account. Because it's illegal to spam people. It's illegal to just randomly email people. That's that's not even legal. Okay, I'm just I'm just keeping it 100. Okay, so you want to establish an address, phone number, and fax number, right? Address, phone number, and fax number. Why is this significant? Because a lot of times when people go to get business funding, name, address, phone number. They want to know that. If you want to get a Google business account, they're going to ask you for your name, address, phone number. You know what I'm saying? So even if you don't have an address, they have places that you can use their address as your business address for a fee. Um, you have the option to get a P.O. box. Okay? Name, address, phone number. That's important for the crawler. That's important for your Google account. That's important for your business account. That's important for business funding. That's important for your bank account. You know what I'm saying? All like that. If you want to use your home address, you can, but not if you if you're gonna be sending emails to people. I would recommend finding another address you can use and put on the email. Okay, so those are some of the legal pieces. Again, I'm not a lawyer. I watched my father incorporate businesses from the age of like 16 or something like that because he was a paralegal. So I was his secretary. I would watch him put businesses together. Uh, my father was able to construct articles of incorporation. Right, I was there sending those off, helping them send those off, putting them in the mailbox so people can get incorporated. So, you know, your business structure is important. You can be a sole proprietor, you can be a corporation, you can be an LLC, or you can be a partnership. Partnerships and sole proprietors are responsible for their own taxes. The business taxes are connected to them. But when you're an LLC or you're incorporated, kind of like Tony Braxton, when she went bankrupt, she went bankrupt underneath Tony Braxton, Inc., you know what I'm saying? So a lot of that stuff got taken, but it wasn't her underneath her own name. She had, her name was the corporation. 
okay? So that separates your, if somebody comes for you legally, it separates your personal bank account from what the business got going on, right? So that money comes in. Now, hopefully you got insurance for whatever type of business that you're in, but that's going to separate you, and that's something else to think about. Do you need insurance for your business, okay? Do you need insurance for your business? What type of business are you in? Are you creating products that are going to touch people's skin, that they're going to make them want to sue you? God forbid, if that's, a, if that's the case, you want to make sure that you're protected, okay? So secondly, we're going to get into some of the um, things you need. Now, we're talking about building your brand, okay? We're talking about fundamentals. When you build anything, you start off with fundamentals. What are the fundamentals? It's your foundation, the foundation of your business structures, Right. And so when you're building a brand, you start off with what are the legal pieces? And there's some more legal pieces. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just telling you the gist of the checklist of what you need on a minimum. I'm going to go over this again. Okay. I'm not telling you what I read. I'm telling you what I know. This is off the dome. All this information is off the dome. So you want to um, figure out your business structure. Right. And you might not be able to do all this at first, but it is something you want to work into your budget because as you grow, you're going to need to be incorporated. You're going to need to have your trademark. You're going to need your copyright, your legal contract, your EIN, your business bank account. As you grow, these are things to keep in mind. Your address, name, address, phone number, right? Because when they go to give you your business credit, they're going to be looking for name, address, phone number, website to see if all that information matches, okay? Um, and then if you... Need a vendor license in your city or state? Make sure you use your vendor license. These are all things any business off the board should have. All right. Second piece, your platform, right? And you, this, your platform is not your brand. Your platform is a tool that you use in order to present your ideas, your products, and your services. So your platform, as you're building your brand, consists of your website, your business cards, your logos, your flyers, all those type of things. Your platform that you build in order to represent what it is that you are selling is not the brand. The brand is the way you make people feel. The brand is what they say about you when you leave the room. The brand is the level of care and service that you put into. It's your core values, right? The things that you hold dear, the things that are important to you. Like I know... Um, for Walmart, it's respect of the individual, respect of the customer. They're real big on respect, right? It's your core value. What is your core, right? And how do you make people feel? All the rest of this is aesthetics, your colors and stuff like that. So for your platform, decide, where am I going to put my website, right? Where am I going to put my logo? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to need some business card. These are the different things that... They're not the brand, but they're, they're tools. Now, a lot of people don't use business cards anymore. They use all these little different stuff. But I think, you know, business cards are still valid in some cases. Um, but it's almost like your social media is your new business card now. People are going to look at your social media to see what you're up to. They're going to look at your LinkedIn. They're going to look at your electronic thumbprint to see what's going on. Okay, next, social. Now, the things you need to build a strong brand on social Consistent branding, an engagement strategy, and a posting cycle, okay? Because I'm not telling you what I read. I'm telling you what I know. I told y'all already. I'm helping you build brands. Okay? It's not a game. Posting cycle, your engagement strategy, and consistent branding. What does that mean? That means that you have to be strategic on social. The fact that I'm talking to you right now on a Monday night, 
It's strategic. I knew when I woke up this morning that I was going to be talking to you on a Monday night. And I knew I was going to be talking to you about branding. That's called consistent. You know what I'm saying? It's consistent. A consistent branding strategy and marketing strategy. Right? I understand that part of this brand is to inform and to educate. And so I said, you know what? There's a plan behind it. And so um, for your social, consistent branding. So that's where your colors come in, right? That's where your color schemes come in. That's where your vibe comes in, okay? It's not just the colors. If you think building a brand is just about colors, no, no, no. Not just the colors, but we'll, it's, it's the colors. It's um, things that... The, behaviors that your audience participates in is your audience slightly ratchet okay who do they like to listen to what type of music do they like to listen to you know what i'm saying what type of activities do they like to do in their free time is your audience bougie okay do they like to travel do they like to eat fancy foods do they like to eat at fancy restaurants are they the upper echelon are they a little bit you know what I'm saying? If you bring them their food, they're going to find something wrong with you and ask you to bring them some more food. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the behaviors and the beliefs? What are they reading? Right? Um, who do they look up to? Who are, who are the thought leaders that your audience looks up to? Right? That's going to help you on your social, in, in when I say consistent branding, because you'll be able to pull in these different characters based off of the type of vibe that you have. You have a super spiritual audience do you have you know um audience that kind of likes hip-hop a little bit you know what i'm saying do you have an audience <coughs> excuse me that's super techie okay do you have an audience oh look do you have an audience that is into you know luxury lifestyle are you selling the lifestyle Okay, are you selling a lifestyle? Is that part of your branding? That's strategic, consistent. Like if 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 lifestyle is a part of your branding, that's that's consistent. It must be consistent. You can't show up in Saint Laurent one day and then show up. Well, you can depending on your audience. It depends on your audience. Where you lose your audience? Are you going to build? Like, what are the core values of your behind your branding? What are the themes? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people will say um, faith, family, fitness. A lot of times people will say, you know, wealth, financial planning, you know, finances, personal development. What are your themes? Are you a healer? Are you a transformative coach? Are you somebody who helps other people? Are you somebody who inspires other people? Is inspiration one of the points of what the, what the vibe you want to bring? What's the vibe? Okay, your vibe attracts your tribe. So when I say consistent branding, choose who and how you want to be. Stick to it. Show up consistently as that. And when you're making your reels and when you're making your content and when you're making your videos, you can incorporate some of the common factors that you and your audience have in common. Right? So um, next thing is money. Okay? Cash flow. All right. So in order for you to monetize anything, and you guys already know this because if you've been hanging with me for a while, one thing you know is that I'm going to talk about digital products. I'm going to talk about content. I'm going to talk about how to monetize, how you monetize 
by being prepared. Monetization is about being prepared for your moment, right? Being prepared for your yes. There are some yeses that you got to prepare for ahead of time. There are some yeses that people want to say to you that you got to dig your ditches and be prepared, whether that's having your inventory, whether that's having your platforms, whether that's, um, you know, staying current. If you're doing MLM, making sure you meet those requirements every month to stay current so people can get to your website. Having your landing page up because if you're doing MLM, they're not going to let you drive traffic to that to that page. They're going to they're gonna throw some, some salt and some shade. So you got to have like a um, front mirror, smoke mirrors, right? Where it's like, okay, make a personal brand or create a movement and have people go to that website. But then when they click for the products, they go into another website. You kind of got to, you know what I'm saying, sandwich it in when you're doing MLM. But you want to talk about cash flow. What do you need? What are the three things you need or to generate cash flow? Right? The first thing, you have to have an offer. Okay? I got to get off of here. You got to have an offer. Second thing. An email lead generation strategy, or you can use SMS, or you can use mobile text messaging through Facebook Messenger. But whatever it is you decide, whether you use a Facebook Messenger, whether you're using um, email, or whether you use a mobile, gotta have a strategy. What's the strategy? It's almost like creating a campaign around an idea and showing up consistently, a plan of action to show up consistently. Okay. And the third thing you need is a lead nurturing system. Okay. So if you want to be able to monetize and get cash flow, especially on these on these online streets, you're gonna have an offer. You gotta have an offer. You gotta have a system, an email lead generation strategy. Third thing is a, a lead nurturing system. Okay. You can nurture what especially if you're doing educational stuff. Nurturing just means a place where you can meet with the people, let them see you, let them know that, hey, I'm here for you, I'm with you, we in this together, and this is the information you need to get to your next level. So that could be through live videos, that could be through a private group on Facebook, that could be through a private membership on Kajabi or Podia or um, Kartra, okay? Talking about building the community, you're going to either need Kartra, Kajabi, Podium, Teachable, um, think, think it, you know what I'm saying? A platform in order to host your group. Okay, so I'm gonna stop right there. Hold on, do I have to stop? All right, so I, I might be able to knock out these last two. Okay, so we're talking about how to build a brand. Next thing you're gonna need is your marketing. So your marketing is your flyers, your labels, your manners, the the sauce in the drip, right? To let people know, like, not only am I doing this, but I'm serious about doing this, and I'm invested in this family. Okay? And so, then I have, and I'm sorry if I'm not looking at y'all, but I got, like, a lot going on. And I got this YouTube video over here I'm doing too. So, that, the marketing is like the sauce. You know what I'm saying? It's the swag. It's what makes them, you know, come, it's the video that you shot, and you got professionally done, that makes the people opt into what you're doing. It's your photos. It's the top piece of your funnel. Your marketing. Flyers, labels, managers, social media. Then you have your SEO. Again, for SEO, you need a business address, phone number, email, and registration through Google Directory. You ain't going to be able to register on Google without having your name, address, and phone number. So those are things that seem small, but you want to, you know what I'm saying, be able to do it and through your um, 
website, you'll be able to do the things you can do on the back end of your website in order to increase your SEO. But don't limit your SEO just to your website. Any piece of content, stack it. Do content stacking, right? So I'm stacking my videos onto my website. I'm stacking my YouTube videos onto my website. I'm stacking my social media onto my website. I'm making the cake. And I'm stacking. And I'm layering it. And I'm stacking it. And when the crawler comes, your brand is heavier based off of your content and what you're stacking. You got a website and you have your videos on there from YouTube and you're tying everything together whenever that crawler looks for your name or looks for your brand. And this is why it's important to search for specific keywords. It's one thing to rank for your brand. It's another thing to rank for specific keywords. How do I rank for specific keywords? By creating evergreen content around certain subjects. Heavy. Video is heavy. You know what I'm saying? Talking about making content. Video is the heaviest form of content. Y'all can post a vlog. Y'all can post a picture. Y'all can post on social. Video is heavy. Okay? On the crawler. If I make a video on YouTube about a subject, no, not a lot of people talking about it. What you think going to pop up on Google when they look for it? Your video. That's how powerful video is. You want to rank quicker and get a heavier um piece of content for your brand, that's the only way I know how to put it. Make some videos. Okay? So those of you who don't know me, my name is Christina Thomas. Founder of Digital Boss Chief. Popping in today. We're talking about branding. Nothing too heavy. Nothing too heavy. You want the branding checklist? Go to VITLY for slash build division. And you get to VITLY for slash build division. VIT.LY for slash build the vision. Okay, so I will see you guys on the next video. I'm about to go eat. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye, Instagram.